The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered with Matt and myself. Fun show today. Demetrius Johnson calls in. Robert Whitaker calls in. And I think he's fighting in New Zealand, not realizing he was born there. I'm an ass. Yeah. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by digital media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. What a delightfully fun day we're going to have here mm. on UFC uh, mm. Unfiltered. We have Demetrius mm. Johnson, Mighty Mouse is calling in, Robert Whitaker is calling in. Mm. And first, before I forget, I have been getting yelled at because I don't promote any gigs. Wait, are you, are you about to do plugs? Yes, Why don't you get an extra plug and put it up your asshole? I know, I've been breaking wind. <laughs> I've broken wind a few times. It stinks in here. It just snuck out. It was it's cute. Fucking not. It, stinks. it was cute. You sure Chris the producer, I let one go, and Chris was like, aw. Yeah, Chris the producer heard what your this ass was doing. Yeah. It was, sounded like your ass was giving me a raspberry. Like, the end of this month, I'm going to be in um, April 28th, 29th. You want to see me in Baltimore? And oh, you're going to Baltimore. For Magoobies, and then August 5th, the Borgata Hotel and Casino. I'll be doing two shows on that Saturday that will sell out. And I'm going to Europe. I get a lot of people asking me to come to Europe. I'm coming to uh, May 26th through the 31st. I will be in Antwerp, Belgium, Copenhagen, Denmark, Stockholm, Sweden, um, uh, Amsterdam, and then also Oslo, Norway. So come check me out if you're a fan of Unfiltered. And thank you guys. They're starting to do some more reviews. It helps us in the rankings. Yeah, I started doing a Chip Chipperson podcast, which is a character I do, which people love or hate, more likely hate, and it's uh, number one in comedy, so thank oh. you to those of you. I'm not bragging. It's literally just the fact that it's a new podcast, oh, but people like it's it. It's brag about Because it, people though. are putting uh, reviews. They're reviewing it a lot. I'm going to review Fucking it later. Fucking piece of garbage. That's Chip. Chip? Yeah. I'm going to- You uh, want to come on the podcast? Hi, Chip. Am I, who am I going to talk to? I'm going to talk to Chip? Yep. <laughs> I would love to. Yeah, um, Chip is awful. You're not enjoying. I I can't wait. To, and what is, what is it called? The Chip 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 Chipperson Chip Chipperson podcast. It's embarrassing. <laughs> do we have some reviews by fans. That's why hey, I we do actually. It. Yeah, it helps us guys when you write them. And people have reviewed the Chip one heavily, so I'm saying we appreciate if you review this one as well. Right. This uh, is probably one of the best ones we've ever gotten. I think. What's it say? Go the, on now. The title of it is UFC Unfiltered with Chris and two randoms. Which I don't disagree. Okay, that is the show. Is that really the title? Sure that is. is the title. Yeah. I, I, can we just before he reads this? Can we pick out like some of the fan mail? Because I think he picks out only the ones that guys like suck up to him. Well, yes. 
Like, oh, this guy got at me at Twitter, and he, oh, I'm your Christopher producer. I understand. And this one, you see how he started that one off? Yeah, yeah, he did it on purpose. Why am I he did it obviously on purpose, though. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Christopher. Chris producer. likes a little credit once in a while. Uh, yeah, that's right. That he feels that's like right. he's the forgotten man. He's not yeah. wrong. No, <laughs> he's the Jam Master J of our fucking you're, Run DMC. He's, you're the uh, right? You're the yeah. Spinderella to our Salt and Pepper. That's you're the you're wind beneath yeah. our wings. Yes, uh, right. Uh, it's a, one of my. If the song is different. We would still be terrific without you. Is that from Wilson Phillips? No, it's. Uh, Bette Midler oh. You are the wind Beneath my wings By the way Before you read these I'm mm-hmm. watching Feud And I know I started watching Real Betty I'm turning into An old Betty I was watching Betty Davis interviews oh. Jesus so what's, what's wrong with me like, like, I'm what's, just thinking This is what I'm going to mention what's Demetrius feud? Johnson what's feud? It's about the Joan Crawford Betty Davis feud That they had for years Yeah Yeah And it kind of ties in UFC It's like fighting Except they weren't Using their fists They were using Backhanded methods Oh, and nice behind thing. the scenes stuff. Very nice. Joan Crawford got two Oscar uh, nominees to say that she could accept their award. Same year, Betty Davis was nominated for a film they did together. Betty Davis didn't win. Joan Crawford went up and accepted for someone else. It was humiliating for Betty Davis. It's a whole fucking thing, guys. Well, and this, and this, this Please, is... Robert Whitaker's going to understand. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he did? Did I say Richard Whitaker before or Robert Whitaker? No, Robert Whitaker. I did. I thought yeah. so. That was like the drama back in the day before they had like the real housewives. And Absolutely, shit. that was it. <laughs> and, and then the, the, the local Rags would come kind yeah. of like this program. We try to get the dirt. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are like the local rags of that time. We're going to ask Demetrius Johnson, whose side were you on? Were you a Betty Davis guy? Are you a Joan Crawford guy? And I'm going to ask Robert Whitaker the same question. Are you a Betty Davis guy or a Joan Crawford guy? You can't say I don't know. I think it's going to be a little bit of a... Um, Betty I, Davis, I, Joan Crawford, I, unfiltered. Put I, them in the house. I think you... you you're throwing Milton Burrow and it's another name they're not going to know. I think this is the, the, the young kids. Young guys. Yeah, they're young Betty guys. Betty Davis, everyone knows the name Betty Davis. Betty Joan Crawford, Mommy Dearest. Yeah, I oh, yeah no wire tried. hangers! She, but isn't right? it amazing? She beat the kid her. with the wire. Absolutely, and she wasn't wrong. She, well, Who the, the fuck wants stretched out shirts? Yeah, she can't do that. Absolutely I don't, not. I don't deserve... How do they teach you in jiu-jitsu? You do something wrong, you get your arm bent. Yeah, no wire hangers. Um, but, but were you about to read a compliment? Read the compliment. Yeah, it's a, one of my new top podcasts. Cool. As someone who listens to many hours a week, I highly suggest you add this to the top of your list. Ooh. The UFC news and comedy are both top-notch. Oh. The show also has the best producer out of any podcast I listen to. Which means he listens is to he one full? podcast. <laughs> exactly, also, has yeah. the worst producer. Again. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'll take that. That, that, was, that was nice. Okay. This is from, this, Rob says, the only podcast I listen to. I normally don't okay. do podcasts, but you guys are the funniest, best podcast duo out there. Ooh. Anyone who doesn't agree can fight me. Every episode, Jim makes me laugh out loud uncontrollably uh, in public, and I learned something new about the fight game from Matt. Chris, oh. the, Chris the producer, knows some stuff, too. Keep up the good work, fellas. Hope to get a shout well, out. Well, Chris Rob. the producer... Here's Chris, the producer's thing. He knows the names. Yeah. Like, uh, How to pronounce them. Wilson Hayes. Yeah. That yeah. We're, we're, uh, and let me see the other name that I had trouble with, but that I did figure it out. And by figure it out, I mean I asked Chris how to say it, and he told me, and then I wrote it down I, I know who you're phonetically. Talking about. Hold on. Hold on now. I know who you're talking because about. Because people out there think that I'm this fight genius. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I, I try to maintain humility. Where's but you the, know it better, I think, than you like to admit. Yeah, <laughs> what, are so. you shuffling through things? No, here's what, what I did. Mean? What is that? I threw something out. It's like you made no. it into like a uh, uh, paper stuff. We thought you something. might have had corn. Hold on now. I just While you're looking for that, you know I'm getting good. Talk about good reviews. People are liking the new episode of Dana White looking for a fight. That of course, came out. The Sturgis episode. April. It just came out a couple of days ago. The Sturgis episode. And uh, let me just tell you, it's a good time. So if anybody hasn't seen it, Dana White looking for a fight on YouTube. Check out the latest episode. 
What's I had a blast. Part of the weekend. Why are you holding my hand? I'm trying to talk to you. You're shy. <laughs> it's one thing if you All do it for a second, yeah. but he's just holding it. And I was just, I, just, I wasn't holding it. I just rested my hand on top of yours. It's awkward. Sometimes I do. That. Maybe I'm invading <laughs> your space. No, <laughs> you're not at all. Not over there. <laughs> Shit. Couple no, of men. Couple of men. What were you saying? Then? You were saying that you had a good time in Sturgis. And oh, Matt, had, by the way, Matt time. had been talking about this episode for a while. He's like, I can't wait till this comes out. This yeah. is a fun one. So Matt I, is good at keeping a secret, though. He didn't blow it, and he said it was a fun episode. You know, jumping in the sidecar, you know, Dean Thomas riding bitch, fun stuff. Fun now, stuff. what's riding bitch? On, on that back? is when you are on the back. Me? It's like I'm, I got a chauffeur. Yeah. You know Who drove I mean? your car? Uh, my buddy, um, uh, oh shit. Wasn't Dan. Uh, no, oh no, I know his name too. What was his name? Oh man. Oh, it's killing me. It's killing me. It's killing me. It's okay. Right, he's killing it out. No, I know the guy's name though. Now he's gonna listen and be like, "You suck." No, you just blanking. Squeeny, Scrooney, Scrooney. It was Scrooney. No, no, Scrooney. My man, Scrooney. What a good guy. Is he a biker? Yeah, he looks like a. He looks like he's one of the ZZ Top guys. Oh, okay. (laughs) But he was a good dude, man. Scrooney, a tough guy. I'm sure he can handle himself. You know, I'm not tangling. I had had his back. If there was another guy in his in a sidecar, you know. Oh fuck! What are you doing, dude? I'm just fucking. I'm leaning so I can hear you, dude. All I know is it, it's really bad in here today. Oh come on! Stop trying to make me feel better. No, no. Listen, you get a. You you get you don't. You, it's like it's like getting worse. I think. Yeah, it is. I have to see someone after this too, so I can't even go home and go to the restroom. Where you, where you go? Where you, where you, are you one of those guys that can't take a shit anyway? I can't shit unless I'm nude in my own house. Really? I'm the worst. I could. Sh- I'll shit right here. <laughs> That's pointing at my chin. <laughs> I didn't appreciate that at all. Chris Petusa's face. I oh, that just means right purity. Nah, I, listen, I, when you got to go, you got to go. I can't do it. You know? So you guys went to Sturgis. You get to ride motorcycle, which is pretty we fun. A, oh, there's a, you yeah. a lot of fans there? A lot of the bikers? Yeah, uh, yeah we fans? ran into some people. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, when I was away, by the way, I ran into a lot of people that are fans of the show right here when I was in Buffalo. Oh, you people did. think, oh, where were you? New York? You're from New York. Yeah, but people don't realize if I we drove there from here, it's like seven hours. So they were asking where you were. What do you mean? No, people when people like from like if I tell them like, oh, I met people in Buffalo that it's like they're like, oh, that's New York. You're from New York. They don't they don't, they don't realize yeah. that it's seven hours from here by car. But yes, uh, you drove? No, hell no. Oh, I don't I, drive. Oh, it was a it was a you know it was a fucking debacle though. Uh, Why like, getting over there? Well, an hour on the runway. It's an hour to take there. We spent more time on the runway, and then when I got there, I'm the only guy that didn't get my bag. And this is what pisses me Wait off. Wait a minute, how long did you go for? I, I went. You from, checked the bag for one day? No, I was I was there from Thursday to Sunday. Okay, I didn't. Oh, I I was, you thought I was supposed to go on on Saturday? I still no, no, no. I still don't believe in checking a bag. But well, yeah, no, I need ever. To, I, I bring extra stuff, but okay. I and I have the you know I just like to bring stuff. But anyway, so <laughs> man, I I they so they lost my fucking bag. It took me a while to, to get back to the the hotel. It t- so it came the next day. They should have gave me like a, a per diem or this Without and that. A doubt. I, I didn't get anything. What I forgot to ask because I just wanted to get the hell out of there. And what I'm airline? Like, it was Delta. Oh, you should see what happened to me on United flight. They pissed me off. I know. I heard you got a little. I got dragged off. Did you really? Screaming. My belly was Oh, no. Showing. I heard something about that. Who yeah. was that? Some some uh, Asian gentleman. What was he? Still in trouble? No, he, he might have been being an asshole. It was a long story, but they wanted him off the plane so they yeah. could put their employees on. And United, because he's Chinese, China is upset, the country. And their Twitter, their version of Twitter, the video has 300 million retweets. Wow. Of what? 
This guy being dragged off the plane. But what are they mad about? That he's Chinese? They think he was... It was way too rough the way they dragged him off. Even though the guy was a dick. Like, get off the plane. As much as I don't like those guys, when, when people come in off the plane... This was not flight attendants. These were guys that worked at the airport, like <laughs> the airport cops. When they show up, when someone has got an ID hanging off their neck yeah. or a fucking badge on their belt, get up and get the fuck off the plane, even if you're right. You can't sit there and go, I'm not getting off the... Yes, you are. Yeah, because it's going to happen. What do you think they're going to do? Give up? All right, he doesn't want to go. Right. Yeah. They pulled him off. Do you have the noise? Do you have it? Um, yeah, I can find you it. You got to yeah. hear the scream this guy lets out. It's the fucking greatest oh, thing ever. Oh, he's the, it's amazing. He's but I don't act, like this guy he's either. A, he's acting tortured. Was he being an asshole? I, they don't show it on the video. What is the word? What's the word from the people? The word is he probably just didn't want to get off the plane because he had a paid ticket. And, and look, I, I get his point, And he was right. But I'm sure he was probably being a dick too. Yeah. Um, but fuck the airline, they stink. So I'm sorry you lost your bags. Delta lost your bags. Well, yeah. I, I don't they, go for that. I mean, not only that, but uh, they should have given you a per diem. You're right. I, I I think so. You know, and and know what's even worse? I brought it to the outside uh, curbside check. Oh, never, Matt. I tipped the dude where uh, I gave the guy. All right, I was gonna say fifteen dollars. I gave him ten dollars, but still, I can't see. I can't even. I can't lie. I'm not a good liar. <laughs> I was like, you know, and I gave the guy 15 bucks. I gave him 10 bucks. But still, what does he do? I just hand him that. He checks it in. I just do that because I've sometimes- always had problems with those sky caps. <laughs> Honestly, outside, I've checked bags. Never what again. Is, is this it? <laughs> is there a video? <laughs> oh, my God. It's the greatest. What is that? I hear that sound in my sleep They're now. just yanking him. They see this. Yeah, they turn it around for the boss. Turn that thing around. They sh- what they should have done, they should have lifted the little seat divider, but they didn't. You got to rewind, sweetie. Oh, put that shirt down. He's losing friends right now. I there. know. His fucking belly is showing. Ow! Oh, wait. Want to do it again? For the yeah, you got to see the screen. Watch how, watch how rough they yank him out. It's hilarious. Watch. That's going to scar your children, Lesson here. When the men with the badges say, get up, fucking get up, dummy. What are you going to do? They got to get him out of there. That's what I'm saying. Even though I don't think, he I think they're terrible. He well, he's, he's hamming it up a little bit. Well, he's 70 also. Is he, is he 70? 69. Oh, yeah. He looks good for 70. Oh, I didn't know he was that old. Do so you see the other video when he comes back in? He's bleeding and he's like, you're killing me. Just kill me. Wait, wait. He came back in? I don't know what happened. He got back in. <laughs> How did he get back in? I don't know. He comes back into the circle. He's a mess. I want to see Oh, this. he just killed me. Wait, don't turn it around yet. Let me see how this ends. So, so far they dragged this. this oh, just kill me. Just kill me. What? Kill me. Just kill me. They kill me. Kill me. Just kill me. He's handling it well. Just kill me. And now there's stories about him in the paper. He's a doctor, and allegedly he traded pills for sex with men when he was married to. This guy rules. My favorite guy ever. Wait, so what did this guy do? I know he's just fresh. He's a very fresh guy. But it's a whole big scandal. The airlines, <laughs> the inability they have to treat people decently. And again, I know it's a hard industry, and you're Yo. doing millions of people a day, but. They should just do the right thing, and if you, they lose your luck, there was a per diem, by the way, Matt. You could have gotten one. I should have. You should have for toothpaste, old, toothbrush. There's a minimum. Old lady was Maximum. behind the thing. Oh, the computer went down. I would have said I don't And care. I'm just like, and then she's like, oh, I got it working, and I'm like, oh, I was like that guy. I'm like, ah, oh, just kill me, just kill me. Uh, I want kill the fucking, it. That was me. It. The airlines does that to you. I think I sounded the same, the same exact way. Just kill me, just kill me, old lady. Anyway, by the a new fight announced July 8th. Let's huh? talk about that. TJ, Cody Garbrandt. We knew that was happening. <laughs> I don't think we knew when. So that's the big now summer summer fight and now we're being told that it might be the co-main event and they're still looking for a main event. 
which I say is going to be Cormier Jones, but Chris speculates could be um, Michael Bisping, GSP, and he's could be right. Either one of those is a huge fight. Um, my, yeah, well, they did not. I know Bisping wanted to speed that thing up. With uh, I know I think George was talking about doing that something in the fall, and he's like, "Yo, you got to fight. I'm not waiting around for you." Right? Am I, am I making this shit up yeah. or am I here? Yeah, hearing but GSP this? has to go through the whole USADA testing. That That's the thing. Like, if GSP uh, could get shit. in there next week, he would probably, but, you know. Okay, maybe, uh, so maybe this is going to be Jones Cormier. I don't know. I don't know. Because Dana was saying maybe not, because Jones is still suspended up until, I think, the 6th or oh, the 9th. It depends so when it is. So they won't know if he's getting, yeah, understandable. You know? yeah. So maybe they don't need, they don't even need, they just need, who else fights in that card? It ain't going to be Connor. No, I think uh, that's the two thirteen. That I think Lawler, um, Cerrone, which I'm not a hundred percent sure that that's, that's not a main event official, but that but that'll be on that card. That's not a July main event though. What's the main event of that fight? Um, we have a Demetrius Johnson calling in today is fighting Wilson Hayes on uh, this Saturday, right? Yep, on Fox. On Fox. So that's going to be this Saturday. Um, we have uh, Miocic. Uh, Junior Dos Santos. I don't have the date. What is that? That's May 13th. May 13th. In Dallas. In Dallas. What are the big fights that we have? Uh, okay, we have TJ announced against Cody Garbrandt. That's the co-main, possibly. But that could also be the main. What, what's another good fight? Do we have anything um, else announced? I don't know. Yeah, there's so I'm many going through the weight classes. Aldo Holloway, June 3rd. Yeah, but that's in Brazil. Right. So I'm saying, what is what could possibly be that fight? I don't know. Kane Velasquez? No, he's not going to fight for the belt. Miocic is fighting too soon. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see as it comes out. Look at this. Now, why would Anthony Johnson, it says he intends to file an official complaint with the New York State Athletic Commission right. over the actions of UFC light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier is there a financial, at the weigh-ins. Is there a financial advantage to it? Is, that's, is, Percentage? is there anything? Well, why else would he do that? If Cormier had missed weight officially, he did. He made weight. It was fine. But he would have owed Johnson 20% of his purse and the title still would have been on the line if Cormier missed weight. If Johnson missed weight, then the title wouldn't be on the line. But I think it was a 20% difference in pay. Okay, so that's why he's finally complaining. He's looking yeah. for some more cash. He's done now. He's trying to get fucking... What do you think Cormier made for that? A million? I don't know. Yeah. But I do know, according Same. to my buddy, Chris Weidman's manager, they will be filing an appeal. They should. Yes. For that uh, Dan Marigliata um, against Gegard Mousasi in Buffalo, well, and it was at, a very un- That's the weirdest thing dude, I've seen in a long time. At the end of the day, at the I don't care, and I know Michael Bisping saying stuff about, oh, he was acting and laying it on thick and this and that. How about this? If the the ref never should have, if it's an, it, he he flip flopped on his decision. He flip-flopped. He said, oh, no, after you're not supposed to watch any instant replay. You can't change your mind after you already called it a foul. you got to stand by that. And it comes down to like a little, uh, like really a half a second. They're looking at, oh, no, no, the hands are coming up and they're coming. He called it an illegal strike. And then he felt the pressure. He might have saw something. He might, somebody, Big John, I know he's talking to Big John. They might have said something to him. Next thing you know, he's, he's flipping. Well, let and, me ask you about Bisping's comments. Bisping yeah. was saying that he did it wrong. He was laying back. Was Bisping saying that in relation to the fact that it was the doctor who stopped the fight? Like the fact, was he saying that he was sending the wrong message to the doctor? 
Like that's what I'm picking up from Bisping is that he did it to himself because he was laying back. So the doctor may have thought Chris was more hurt than he was. And then because Chris looked fucked up when he stood up. So the doctor seeing him laid back and the doctor is the one who actually stopped it may have said this guy was laying on his back, Mm -hmm. not moving. Look at him. He's fucked up. Maybe that's what Bisping means. Um, Just playing devil's advocate. Well, then, all right. Well, then, hold on. If they do, so if they do stop it because he's fucked up, then they're stopping it. Then they're stopping it off of the original call, which is an illegal knee. Yes. If not, if not, just play it. Let it play out. I agree. It's not like Chris got laid out. He was laying. Yeah, sure. He was. He laid on his back, and he was. He was taking the the guy who was encouraged by the referee. And I heard that. I heard that with my own ears. I was right there. It happened right near my. Take the time. Yeah. Take the time. You got five minutes. It was an illegal strike, and now Ray Longo did a very good. Um, uh, he talked about this very well, and he and he and he um, and he was just even saying about the mindset. You got this guy's mind right out of the fight. Now you got his mind, you know, feeling like he's he was wronged, and he and he got hit with an illegal strike. He's saying it's an illegal strike afterwards to Joe Rogan because that's what he's been told by the referee. The referee's got the best eyes right there. He's right on top of the action. He's saying it was an illegal strike. And all of a sudden he flips, and now it costs Chris the fight. So, well, hey man, if it was a legal strike, he shouldn't add up the five minutes. They would have stopped it right there, which they wouldn't. You sh- you you will never know how that would have played out. That's correct. We'll never correct. know. You're right, Matt's right. Uh, it was just a mistake the whole way through. I'm I'm saying in relation to what Bisping's saying, he may have just been saying that the doctor stopped stopped it for that reason. Even though technically yeah. you're right, it was off the rest fuck up. It was a the bad fucked move. up, man, and, and he's not being held accountable. About but, uh, but now about. that, but the New York State Athletic Commission is saying, yeah, replay's okay. You could have, right? No, Chris? They, they did. They, I can get this, the actual statement, but I was reading something where they were like, yeah, no, actually, you know, it's okay to look at look at video. But I thought it was. It is no. They should use it if they're not. Replay they, is never a bad thing. Right. They said if it, it you know, it, yeah, it but, has, yeah, but in this case, but though, listen, it is. Listen, but you know? he but he called it an illegal strike from the get go. He called. Yes. Illegal strike. He stopped the action. Right there. He has to stand by that decision. Even if it if it was or it wasn't. He has to stand by that. Because it fucks everything up. He stopped the action. Oh, it's legal? Then why'd you even intervene? Why'd you jump in? We don't know if Chris would have weathered that. He would have fought through that. You were just saying before we got on air about uh you you watched that fight that we talked about the other day with uh Which was uh Pat, Pat- uh, Barry against Czech Congo. Now look at that. Now if they would have broke that up at any time, nobody's complaining. That was a great, you know what I mean? great our job of refereeing. I don't. Yeah. And Rose uh, Namajunas, whose name I will never fuck up again, my good pal Rose. Yeah. Because well, she's in love with Pat Barry, so it's understandable. She okay. was saying that the touch in the back. But I saw that. I don't think Dan did anything wrong because he jumped and kind of rethought it. And Pat Barry was punching and no, did I, not I, stop. I do agree that it's wrong though if he touched him because that would get the guy out. Oh, second. But, but I mean, Pat didn't stop punching though. It didn't affect the fight. I mean, he might have made a mistake, but it didn't. It didn't affect Pat Barry because he was just punching and punching and punch. It wasn't like he stood up and then Czech punched him. Right. He was punching the shit out of him. Czech got up and then Pat walked in. That did not affect the fight. I'm not saying it wasn't a mistake, yeah. but he, it didn't fuck the fight up. Well, I he, hate he, my fat, by he the way. fucked this fight up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so this is from the New York State Athletic Commission. And then we're going to call uh, Robert Whitaker, by the way. But I want you to call Robert Whitaker yeah. after you read this. It's called Taking Charge. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Weidman was determined to be unable to continue the match due to legal blows received resulting in a TKO in New York state. It has been held that the commission may review video evidence in order to meet its obligation to render correct determinations and act in the best interest of the sport. 
After the referee initially ruled the strikes from Mr. Musasi illegal, uh, he consulted with the alternate referee, who was Big John, I think, during the physician assessment of Mr. Wyman and determined that the knee strikes by Musasi were not illegal. During the examination of Mr. Wyman by commissioned medical staff, it was determined he was medically unfit to continue and... They rolled it a TK. And that's where I fault the doctors. Yeah. Um, because I think that the ref obviously made a mistake. In that moment, it's a really tough call because <laughs> you're literally, it's it's a balls and strike. It's an inch. And you're talking about knees to the head. It's not a petty. It's not like a, they make mistakes on low blows once in a while. And that, this mis- is a, that mistake. It's a fraction of a second. That mistake caused Chris the fight. No, no, it, it, it did. More than anything. But I think the, 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 the fact that the doctors... I think that the doctors were afraid of looking bad and they yeah. didn't know what to do and yeah. the commission was fucking confused. That's what happens when you get an indecisive ref. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Big John McCarthy, he made calls sometimes where they might have been wrong, but he stuck by him because he made that call. It's not like, it's like ending a fight and all of a sudden realizing the guy's okay. Be like, you know what? Actually, you know what? No, I looked at the tape too. You're right. You're okay. Keep going. No, fuck that. You stopped the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't do that. It's not fair to the fighter. It really isn't. So, whatever. Yeah, I, I hate to see it end that way. It was very yeah. unfair. But the, ultimately, the doctors never should have uh, disqualified him to fight. He was ready to fight. Did he, you ever hear that song? I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Women I've been fucking have sang it's that. so... Yes, they do sing that, right? They do <laughs> sing that. Don't they? Don't they? I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm just living through you. I've been married 10 years. You have a good life. You're happy. I, I am married. very happily married. Who are we calling? Whack off like a fiend. <laughs> Why, Jimmy? Indo- How come we don't do any reads anymore? The advertisers hate us. Do they not like us? Don't yell at me. I know. You, you calm down, Chris. Embarrass me. Shit, Chris. Uh, Rob Whitaker might pick up the phone and think I'm a, I'm a bitch. He's a fucking cuck. Yeah. <laughs> cuck. One of my guys loved the joke the other day, food cuck, <laughs> with my old jury. Uh, Who said that? Uh, Joey Beans. Hello, hello. Is this Robert Whitaker? Yes. Yes, it is. Hi, buddy. You're talking to... Uh, Jim Norton and Matt Serra here on UFC Unfiltered. How are you? What's up, Robert? <laughs> How are you guys? Excellent. Um, so you're fighting in... Uh, in. Have you been to New Zealand before? This is your first time. Um, yeah, I've been to New Zealand before. I fought there as well. I fought, you... I fought on the, the first Auckland card that was there. It's supposed to be a beautiful country. Do you sightsee when you go away? Do you do anything? Or yeah. do you simply just stay in the hotel? I stay in the hotel. I'm a hermit. The, right. the room service laugh at me because I have to come in and they clean... It's clean days worth of crap. <laughs> Do you know, by the way, Chris is pointing out that you're from New Zealand, so I'm a true asshole. <laughs> My apologies. I'm a tr- I'm looking at the as we talk. We look at the at, at the uh, the prep sheet, and I am a true asshole thinking you're fighting in New Zealand, and no one is correcting me. I'm just seeing Auckland, New Zealand. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm thinking you're on the Mark Hunt card, but that's incorrect. <laughs> I just want, I want with it as well. So it's all good. <laughs> okay, but thank, thank you very much for tolerating the stupidity of my question. I've been fought in either Australia. I'm reading it right now. <laughs> That's great. We got these notes. Robert, let me ask you, Jacare's ground game, obviously, you know, you know what he's looking to do. Tim Boach knew what he was looking to do, and he took him down, and he nearly took his arm off you're a, a way different uh, styles make fights and you're and you're a, a way a faster fighter than, than than tim bosch and and you present different problems even like getting it to the floor uh, what what are we working on with the floor i mean are you working bad scenarios are you uh working just a lot of defense yeah um you know it's funny it's like uh the once we had an opponent the the, the prep didn't change i'm always trying to further my game in, in on the ground and always trying to further my game wrestling and 
you know, I'm always making these gains uh, regardless of the opponent. But um, definitely we manipulated the training to, to work worst-case scenarios. You know, I don't, I don't want to go in there and have a jiu-jitsu match with him. <laughs> that, that'd be, that'd be the, putting the chips in his favor, if you would. Well, you're a purple belt, I, um, correct? You know, I want to go out there and I want to implement my game. Are you a purple belt? Yes, yes, I am. Okay. Yeah, so you don't, you don't try to try to avoid getting into a jiu-jitsu match with him. No, obviously you don't want to go in there and jump to guard. I'm just saying, this guy, I mean, he's, he's gotten better with the strikes and he's using it to... To close that distance, it's like a Damian Maya where he's so good in that one area. But um, you know, it's not like you have to beat him down there. It's even about just getting back up to your feet. If he gets you down, I'm sure you're working out of your wrestling too. But uh, um, you know, have you ever fought somebody with with such a dangerous ground game? You know, that's a funny question because uh, is there anyone who has such a dangerous ground game to fight? <laughs> that's a good <laughs> point, know, man. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Well, I mean, in that way, class, Damian Maia, it's, it's up course, there, man, because, yeah, Damian Maia is the only guy I could think of. Where I mean, you know, there's Gunnar Nelson's up there. I mean, you get these guys that are just, like, elite in, in, this, in, this, in this one area. And, uh, hey, man, it's, it, it, it's, it makes it very interesting. You know, it really does. But uh, And this is going to be, how many rounds is this? This, this is, is three rounds. It's, it's on the main card, yeah. This is the, yeah. This is the fight. Uh, the co-main is, uh, is Rose. Uh, fighting Michelle Waterson, and this is the uh, the well, second that's fight the on the card. Uh, that's what I'm saying. This, oh, is, yeah, this yeah. is the second fight oh, okay. on, the, uh, on the card. Um, and you know, there's the Jacare. This is his last fight on his contract. So, does that mean anything to you? And I ask that because a he's going to be fighting very, very hard to go out and make himself in a much better free agent position. Um, and also, if he leaves the UFC, it puts you in a much better place in that division. Um, you, you know, I, I've heard that been brought up twice now, and it has, I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> like, uh, it doesn't change the fact that I have to go out there and I have to fight him. I'm sure even if it wasn't his last, uh, last fight on his contract, he'd still be coming out to try and put it on me. But, um, yeah, so it doesn't really have a, have, have a significant impact. I'm just focusing on trying to get in there and, and, and put him away. Yeah, I was only saying in, in the, uh, the picture of the division itself. Uh, because you know he's number three, you're number six, and if you were to win this fight and he is to leave the UFC, that I mean that really does help you a lot. As far it's just as far as the rankings are concerned, and yeah. where you might be in in a, in a title shot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but the the divisions all over the place to begin with. Like the the rankings is all over the place, and um, yeah, I try not to look too much into it because uh, anything can happen, you know. And, it's, and the the UFC is doing anything they want. At the moment as well, so it's just it just is what it is. And regardless whether he's if you know his last fight on the contract or not, just the fact that it's Jacare, you take if you take this guy out and you make a statement with it. I mean, whew, I mean that's a feather in your cap. I mean, because right now he's he's been on fire lately, and you're having obviously a nice a nice run yourself winning your last uh, five out of six. Uh, you know, I mean, you take him out, you're definitely making a case for yourself, man, because he is the guy that that people are talking about that should be getting a shot from, you know, they're making an argument about that. So this is a big opportunity, Robert, man. I'm excited for you. Matt, to correct you, Robert's won six straight. Oh, oh my fucking bad. I'm sorry, Robert. <laughs> Robert's like, why are you throwing a loss in there, you cock? It's so good. <laughs> I knew it was a bunch. The, the, the last time we spoke to you, Robert, was uh, for the Derek Brunson fight, I believe. And, uh, you know, you, you won uh, with, a, uh, with a TKO in the first round. And now, and then you saw Brunson fight Silva. I thought Derek, and I love Anderson, but I thought Derek Brunson won that fight. Uh, and I thought that he kind of got screwed in the decision. 
And I've seen a lot of questionable decisions, I guess, in the last year or so. Does that change the way you approach fighting? I mean, because you really know that a very bad decision could be made. Um, yeah, you know, you, you're right on that. But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things that's like, what, what can you really do to to stop that? You know, I go out in, in, in every fight and try, try to get the finish and try to put my opponent away. But um, it, it is what it is. And it's... One of those things, like if once you leave it to the judges, it's you know in the hands hands of them. And how do you feel about? Uh, obviously, we're gonna have a Bisping GSP uh, championship fight. Does that? Uh, do you feel like GSP is jumping the line, or do you feel like it's understandable that he is uh, getting the title shot immediately? I'm the one that's jumping up and wait. Yeah, uh, it's funny because I'm, I'm a G, I'm a huge GSP uh, GSP fan, and I'm I'm happy for his return. You know, I'm but uh, I. I'm not as happy that he's returned in my division. Right. <laughs> um, he's like I, I think for someone who finished up in welterweight, for him to jump the cube in the middleweights is a bit, is a bit raw. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not the champ. I'm not the UFC. They, they make the rules. They, they, they put the fight together, and yeah. So I just get a. I'm fighting Jacare, so that, <laughs> that, that's my role. Yeah, and I'm just wondering how the fighters see it. Now, when you say you're not happy, he's in your division. Does that mean because you might have to possibly face him or just the fact that he jumped up and got a title shot? Um, both parts of that, that question, you know. The first one is, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really want to face him because, you know, I admired him through the, through the welterweight, through his welterweight years. And, um, yeah, you know, he, he, he's a legend of the sport. He's a, he's a really good fighter. But I'm um, not so happy that I may have to verse him, you know. Um, and the, the second part is, yeah, he did jump the queue, you know. He, he wasn't fighting at middleweight when he finished and... Uh, you know there are a lot of there are a lot of good aspects, uh, good fighters in 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 the middleweight top ten, and you know they're, they're a hard run themselves. Well, and it does happen once in a while. And again, I'm just back to Brunson Silva because it's the most recent example of this I can think of, where one guy is is so admiring of the other guy. Um, I thought he showed a way too much respect for Silva in, in the ring, and he was much more hesitant than again. Again, it's easy to say someone who's not standing across from Anderson Silva, but he's an extremely strong guy, an extremely aggressive guy. And it was like watching Wonder Boy against uh, Tyron Woodley. Both guys were a little bit more cautious than um, I would have recommended had they asked me. Uh, because sometimes when you're overly respectful or overly cautious, it can keep you from getting knocked out, but it can also prevent anything from happening in your favor. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, you know, I, I definitely have respect for the Jacare's skill set. You know, it'd be, it'd be a fool not to. But uh, I don't think it'll impede me in any way because, uh, you know, I, I have I have deep confidence in my own. So how do you prevent being taken down? Uh, <laughs> throw punches at him and punches with bunches. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And he's all over the place, man. He's, 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 he's quick. He's quick for a middleweight, Robert. Ain't that right, Robert? Because you didn't you you felt that you fought at well welterweight at one point. Yeah, you know I, I started my UFC uh, career in the, in the welterweight, yeah. but um, then moved up to middleweight. And uh, yeah, I like to think I have I've have, I have speed on my side. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I move a lot as well. It's, it's it's hard for someone to pin me down to the to the cage and get that get that open match shot off because of just because of my movement. It's, it's all over the place. What made you move up? Did you get sick and tired of the weight cut? Yeah, the the weight cut was was unbearable. I was, I was, it was just too much. I was doing like twenty pounds fight week. It's just just too much. Yeah, I mean, look, it seems to have worked well for Hendricks and Gastelum. You know, Gastelum just wouldn't fucking smoke pot right after the fight. In great shape. <laughs> oh man, I'm bummed out that fight. I'm extremely <laughs> bummed out about that fight. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's like, but it is kind of like you know you can't do it right after the fight, dude. Just, is that what he did? I, I, he must have. It was in competition, right? Yeah, in competition is twelve hours before, twelve hours after. So some point. Twelve hours after. Yeah. <laughs> Give the guy a break. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, Robert. Well, listen. Good luck on Saturday in Kansas City. Um, you know, you are on the. Uh, uh, obviously, the the main event is uh, Mighty Mouse against Wilson Hayes, and uh, you know, Rose. Uh, Namunis against Michelle Waterson, and you guys are the second fight up. You against Jacare. I'll see you over there, Robert. I'm going to be out there with my buddy Aljo Sterling, so I'll say hello. And I'm sorry for my stupid question in the beginning where I thought oh. you were on the, the uh, Derek Lewis Mark Hunt card. I saw New Zealand and I asked if you've ever been there, and then it goes, oh, he was born there. So that's a big yes. <laughs> no, it's all good. Thank you very much, guys. All right, buddy. Have a great fight. All right, Robert. All right. Thanks, pal. Take Thank care. you, guys. Take care. He's always a nice He might dude. be over in New Zealand now or no? Because I can hear that. Or is he, he, nah, he, he, should, he with, should be with here that by hesitation now, man. on the phone? If he's fighting this weekend, he should be in town. How stupid am I? No, I'm not. literally, you know, here's my people look like, don't, don't you know anything? I, you, you, know, you go over the prep sheet and you, you do some research, and then I'm just like looking and I see awkward, uh, Auckland, New Zealand, and I'm literally just thinking of the market. And, have you ever fought in New Zealand? Have you ever been to New Zealand to, uh, before? And just yes. To, just to, <laughs> yes, when I was spanked and, and air first hit my lungs. Just to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a true boob. And also, see how it says five out of the six wins have been fought in either Australia or New Zealand. Yeah, we I make saw, mistakes. Well, I saw the five out of six and I thought he won five out we of six. But mistakes. All right, let's blame it on, uh, let's blame it on this guy. Look. I'm going to ask Mighty Mouse. <laughs> not that one. Mine was totally my fault. I'm going to ask Mighty Mouse if he's ever been to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ask. Also, I'm, I, I kind of wonder. Like, um, I'm gonna ask Mighty Mouse too if he cooks. Really? I don't cook. Do you have that boo thing lined up? If I wanted to just point to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's... I don't cook. Look, Matt, you don't cook. Wait, what are you? Wait, Matt on. and I were talking. Yeah, let's talk about it now. So not all ingredients are created equal. Matt knows it, and I know it. Fresh, high quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. Blue Apron. Well, you talk about your personal experience with Blue Apron. Ah, oh, I'm just reading the instructions out loud. Matt, you've done Blue Apron. Oh, I you love Blue Apron. You said it was Blue very apron. easy and it made it, it. it was a good family time. Everything's measured out for you. The oh. food is delicious. It's affordable mm. for less than $10 a person per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. That's why it's great because it's pre-portioned. That, that's, you know, everything is kind of like measured out for you. Pre-portioned. Yes. Pre-portioned. Pre-portioned. Say it again. It's fun to say. Pre-portioned. Okay. I said pre-proportioned because I'm stupid. No, you said pre-portioned. Choose from a variety of new recipes every week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year. That to me is the most amazing thing. Besides the fact it's fresh and everything is measured out yeah. for you. They do not repeat a recipe in a year. No. That's incredible. They each come with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card, pre-portioned ingredients and can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Look, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping Ooh. by going to blueapron.com slash UFC unfiltered. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. You spend more time with your family. There's no stress because it's all measured out for you. It comes, it's there, it's ready. You don't have to panic. And that's the worst part of cooking. How much sugar? I don't know how much. Mm. Is it a cup or a liter? I don't know. Mm. I want it pre-portioned. Blueapron.com slash UFC unfiltered. And this is why I'm awful. 
because I'm anal. So I eat the same thing over and over and over because if I figured out how to measure it, I'm just going to go two of this, one of this, three of that, done. This, it's all measured. It's a variety. They don't repeat the same meal. So you could hang out with your girlfriend, maybe your kids, maybe her kids from a prior marriage. That's not my business. No. And you can all cook together and have fun. BlueApron.com slash UFC Unfiltered. Blue Apron, it is a better way to cook. It's a great way to cook. Blue Apron. <laughs> I just like to add a little something in. You did. I, You know, I'm not sleeping well now because no, my family's... Uh, you think I'd sleep better with my whole family away? But they're away. They're visiting my sister-in-law and because she just had a baby. And so they're away for like 10 days during like the whole spring break thing. And I'm not sleeping good, Jimmy. Well, I just, I wake up and I'll go through my house. I'm like, ah, oh, let me go check on the kids. Oh, they're not here. You think I'd go back to sleep quicker? You think it'd be so quiet, staring at the ceiling? Well, you just, you know, you're used to that life in the house. Yeah. You can't see your pretty it's daughters weird. or your wife. I understand. You're a little bit, it's a little lonely. It's a lack of uh, life force. It's weird. It's like, I can't wait. I'm like, all right, hopefully this night will go quick and then I'll start my day. Now you're seeing how awful a divorce would be. So this 10 days is going to give you the opportunity to go, wow, I really enjoy being married. I enjoy being a dad. It's a good opportunity to be grateful. Come again? Right? Yeah. But you know, good opportunity. Listen, I just spend more time at my schools and yeah, look I at your busy. iPad. <laughs> look at my I look at my iPad already. Yeah, you, know, you can Mom do it anywhere to, in the house. Just remind me to uh, erase the history. Delete the history. I, I understand. History on that thing. Anywhere you want to do it now, you don't have to lock yourself in the toilet. You can no. sit in the living room. Ah, <laughs> relax. Look, play some nah, chess. I, I gotta know where I gotta clean up. What's well, on me? Or who else know. are we talking to today? Uh, Demetrius Johnson. What Mighty the Mouse. champion? The champion is calling in. I'm going to talk video games with him. He likes video games. Let's talk about that. I heard he gets paid to play video games. Is he on Twitch? Ooh. Probably, yeah. I, I suck at video games. I should start a Twitch thing because I'm awful. So people it. will pay money just to watch you play? You yeah, know about that, know. Christopher Dusa? Oh, sure, yeah. That's what they do? Hey, look, yep. it's no weirder than what I pay people for. So that's hey, certainly Max Holloway, I don't think he gets paid to do it, but he has a Twitch channel, Max Holloway also. He a lot of fighters do. Yo, you know those fruity drinks that I have that I, I bring in? Could somebody get me one from the other room? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, the orange one, if possible, because I don't want to have two sodas. What, Jimmy? Wait, was Kellen Gastelum was having problems with weight at one point, right? guy likes the party. Yeah. And then he does this. Is there like, and again, I like Calvin, but is there a little self-destructive or not thinking part of him? Like what do you like? You're you're about to fight Anderson Silva. Yeah. I know that. But when Pot, did he? When did he do that? Though? I don't know. But if you know they're testing you twelve hours before and after, what are you doing? He's not smoking it right before. No. So it had to be right after, and you blew the fight, dude. Right. How are you off this major fight against a legend? That's a giant fight for Calvin Gastelum. I know. What the oh. fuck are you doing? Yeah, it was around the March 11th fight with Vitor. So that's the in competition. So he was celebrating. Window. Probably, yeah. Doesn't matter, man. You got to wait 12 fucking hours. Shit. You got to wait. I, I mean, it's crazy. Maybe know. he did. But... Let him know, Jimmy. And I, and I say this as a guy who likes Kelvin Gastelum. And I think he's a great fighter. And I think this was a giant Fuck fight. up. Oh, oh sorry. Because now no one is talking about Kelvin Gastelum. You need to talk about, all right, who's Silva going to fight now? He, he said he would fight Uriah Hall. Of course he'd fight Uriah Hall, who we like. Uh, he said he would fight uh, uh, one of the uh, Diaz, uh, but he, but he won't saw, take Rockhold. I saw Luke Rockhold when I was, uh, where was I just? I was in Buffalo. You were in Buffalo. <laughs> and uh, I saw Luke Rockhold. I asked him, what's up? What's he doing? He said he got offered the fight. Thank you, Christopher Producer. Just give me a nice beverage. Um, he told me that he got offered that fight. So I don't know what the fuck that means. 
You know, maybe he, I guess. I guess Silva will probably take the fight against Rockhold. He's saying he doesn't want to fight him. But he's probably just doing it to negotiate. But that really, if you're Anderson Silva, you're 41 years old. It's a tough fight, man. It's a very tough fight. But you also want another shot at the title, don't you? I mean, the idea that Silva, after breaking his leg like that in that fight, may get another title shot. That win against Brunson, he may get another title shot. Let's just say he fights Rockhold and wins. Rockhold, what's Rockhold number? Is he in the, is he number two or three? Yeah, yeah he's got to be. Dude, I, I, I don't think he's winning that No, fight. he's not number three. He's uh, number two. Jacare is number three. Um, he might not win that fight, but I mean, if you're looking at it from a competitive point of view, Bisping uh, is fighting GSP. Maybe Silva gets the fucking winner. That's a big fight. There you go. You finally got your super fight. Let's just say he beats Luke Rockhold. And then let's just say for the sake of argument, GSP beats Michael Bisping. Just a hard fight. Yes, late, like Anderson, like, like uh, Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield late. But you know what? We still may get GSP Silva. Not what it would have been six years ago. You know, it still doesn't matter. Still sometimes, a super fight. Sometimes it'll still deliver. I remember... Um, because it's them. I remember Chuck Liddell versus Vandalay Silva, and that delivered majorly. And that was that was a fight they talked about for years. And even though they didn't fight in their prime, they fought, and it was a hell of a good fight. Hell of a good fight. So you put a good co-main on that? That that's, that's where Silva's motivation to fight Luke Rockhold number two should be. Because who else are they going to put up against GSP if he wins? I think he's being realistic. Romero? You put you all Romero? You're going to put Rockhold? Or you're going to put fucking Jacare? It's not going to be Anderson. They got to have that. They better do that fight sometime soon. <laughs> when is that fight going down? Man, am I mind or wrong? No, that's a great. I mean, that's a real interesting scenario you're putting forth there. Yeah, you're right. We could possibly get that. That's a huge fucking payday at middleweight. It's true. Right. Congratulations, by the way, to your oh, you, favor. Oh, I thought you were saying to Not me. Not to you. Okay, I was going to say, oh, thank you. 2017 Hall of Fame inductee. And Uriah oh, said it's, uh, and he's well-deserved. I mean, he really did the big star of the WEC coming over and really kind of helping, you know, his star kind of helped make yeah. U- uh, WEC and, and all those lighter divisions sure, fit man. right into UFC. <sighs> nice to be recognized and it's nice for folks to take time to acknowledge what I've done in the sport. I honestly haven't had much time to do that myself. I went straight from retirement into business <laughs> and mentoring and all the other projects I have. So it is a reminder to see I've done some cool things and people yeah. are appreciative. So it's nice. Your eyes a good guy. Uh, I wouldn't you, you, trust him around a girl I was dating because he's too <laughs> handsome and she'd have to try to fuck him. I don't even think he'd do anything wrong. Any girl that I've ever dated would probably try to fuck him. I like him a lot, man. Good guy. It's so funny because he had such a beef with Dominic Cruz, and I get along with Dominic Cruz. Oh, he's really great. Good. Dominic's one of my favorite guys I've ever interviewed. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy to chill with, man. I hung out with him a little bit over the weekend. He's a good dude. Very so knowledgeable I, UFC guy, too. Yeah, very, man. very smart. And I, and I like their team. I like I like the three of them. I like John Anik, uh, Rogan, and, and, and Dominic together. I, think I do, too. Um, by the way, it looks like... Uh, Talk to me. Uh, Connor versus Floyd is going to happen. Following UFC uh, 210, Dana said, I see this fight happening. Connor wants it. Floyd wants it. That was my impression of uh, Bob Dole as Dana. Uh, I've said many times Connor has done a lot, blah, blah, blah. So whatever. It looks like it's going to happen. We don't know when. I am hoping. uh, Let's just get it out of the way because that fucking, if you're not going to fight in the UFC, fine. But just announce the fucking fight. This is, by the way, this is why boxing eats my ass. Does it eat it? Yeah, it, it eats it a lot. <laughs> this is the problem with boxing. Go fuck yourself, boxing. I'm not a big fan they of take forever. There's 30 shitty promoters involved, and it's got to be this promotion, and it's got to be that. 
and there's 75 fucking people in the ring and it's a whole goddamn thing and nothing ever gets done. Nothing gets done. GSP's coming back. What's happening? Boom. Bisping. Title fight. Boom. They Pow. give you the fights you want. But, you know, it's like, I want to see this fight. Let's make it happen. All right. Here it is. Hey, TJ Dillashaw talking shit to Cody. Cody, what's happening? They're fighting. Boom. <laughs> July 8th. Pow. Done. <laughs> and if they don't fight, what else we got? All right. Cormier Rumble. We wanted that. And again, barring injuries. We got it. We got two of them. Cormier Jones we got. We almost had a second one, but Jones had to tap out. Now, hopefully this one. I wonder. There's not 80 promoters. doesn't take five years, barring USADA and barring an injury. The fights get put together. That's it. Yeah. Boxing. Man, you know, this <laughs> Fucking nightmare after nightmare yeah. after nightmare. Yeah. Suck yep. my UFC-loving dick. Let's make yeah. this happen already. There's no way this is Dana holding it up, and it's not Connor holding it up. I know they want money, and I know but Floyd thinks he's entitled to more money than anybody. I got news for you, bucko, to quote Richie Cunningham. Connor's a bigger draw in Australia, and he's a bigger draw in Europe than Floyd is. Floyd's boring. He's a great defensive fighter. Great. If you were, if you were Floyd and I'm sitting here, Hi. and I threw an apple, I, yes. I'd miss. Because no. you're too fast. Not this head. You'd, Bing! You'd hit this oh, head. Oh, I hit the wall. I could take a shot with an apple. He's fucking boring. I'd pay more to watch Tyson fight now after being retired for eight years yeah. than Mayweather. I'm not a... Yeah. I, I could care less about Fuck that em. freaking fight. I just want to watch some... I want to watch Conor fight Josie Aldo... Or Max Holloway, or fucking I don't even, I don't want to see another DS fight, but I'll take it. Or Eddie Alvarez. I'll tell you what I've been. Or move up. You know what? How Listen. about Wonder Boy, Tyron Woodley? Take your best shot. So many good fights. So many good fights. <laughs> Let's talk about what I've been watching lately. All right, male porn. <laughs> Let's talk about all male porn. No, Matt, go. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> been typing in mature ginger for a change. Jesus, talk about that's how. That's by the way. That's the world we live in. What? Where you can jerk off mature mature ginger who voted conservative. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. You know cuckolds who are lefties. Lately, I've been like ah. <laughs> I've been typing in angry face. Angry face. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, girl's angry. Yes. A lot of times it's like the point of view where they're whacking the guy in yes. off and you just see him like, and you're, you're, you're bad. I'm like, oh, I'm bad. Gingers who have lost a press-on nail in the anus of a partner. <laughs> My God, it gets But anyway, specific. listen, you know what I've been watching besides all that stuff? What? Is um, Hell's on Wheels. Wait, Hell on Hell Wheels? Hell on Wheels. Not Hell's on Wheels. <laughs> Longo told me about it. You like like Western stuff? No. Did I tell you about this already? Mm -mm. Did I talk about this on here? No, you haven't talked about it. It's not bad. It was, I think it was on AMC or something, but uh, it's... Well, I'll talk to you, Christopher. It was said Jimmy's uh -huh. texting somebody. No, I'm actually this. writing a note for myself. <laughs> what is it? It was, make sure you pay this girl. <laughs> I'll some money. Um, it's basically about, like, it, it's, it takes place right around, like, the end of... Uh, what was it the Civil War where they uh, just got done with slavery? Yes, you know, and now they're, they're talking. They're, they're building the railroad, and it's a it's, and, you know it's Indians attacking, and it's, it's some, you ever hear about it? Uh, no, this is the first time here. Hell on Wheels. I watched it on Netflix. That's nice language. In, enjoying it, enjoying it. Harsh. Hell on Wheels. So I want to say, you know, fucking foot stomp me. What? The, the, oh, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. What is that? My favorite is Chris Lytle. You stomping my feet? Did he do? Oh, that? I saw my buddy Chris Lytle. I spent thirty minutes with him in the cage. 
beating the crap out of each other. And uh, I had two fights with him. You did? And yeah, and we're one and one, so we're good. Okay. But uh, what a good guy, Chris Lytle, man. And, uh, and oh, by the way, um, this just over the weekend, you know, Patrick Cote lost to uh, uh, Thiago uh, Alves. Thiago Alves, what Thiago a fight Alves. that was. I thought that might have gotten a fight of the night. That was amazing. But uh, I just want to say congratulations to my buddy Patrick on a uh, on a great career, man. He's retired now. Is he retired? That guy was in the Ultimate Fighter house with me 11 years ago. And he's still in there. He's still fighting. What a chin that guy has, too. I mean, he's a tough dude. Great chin. Great dude, man. He's a new father, pretty much. I mean, he's got a young baby and... And uh, you know, I knew I, man, I knew that guy since we had such a we we you know I really bonded with those guys in the house, and on our team we had a tight team you know, and to this day like when I see these guys like Lytle was on my team, team team uh, Mojo, and uh, you know Drago I mean who I was with my buddy Dean Thomas, Patrick Cote we had a cool fucking team on that show yeah. like guys that you'd want to hang out with you know what I mean, so uh, I'm happy for Patrick even though he didn't he didn't win that fight. He went out like the warrior he is, laid his gloves in there, and uh, it was good. You know, congrats to uh, Patrick Cote on a great career. Yeah. Word. Yeah, and he went out <laughs> fighting a really tough guy, man. Yeah, The man. others look great. Yeah, man. Yeah. He looked great. He's real tough. He's, I remember him in the jersey. He was, I think, one of the first cards I ever went to. I think on the John Jones beating Shogun He's been around a long card time, he was man. on, if I'm remembering correctly. He's always been a beast. Don't remember who he fought. Um, but was he on that card, uh, Jones uh, Shogun? I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. You, you got to hear that song. It's a good song. It's a fun song. Jimmy, now you're just being rude. No, I'm looking at Chris. He's okay, telling I'm me sorry, the... Jimmy. I didn't mean to yell at you. Yeah. No, he wasn't on that one. Then I messed, it was another Jersey card. Yeah. That's in Barbosa, maybe you're thinking? I don't know. Uh, no, no. I'm thinking of him, but it was another, <sighs> Jersey, another Jersey card. I've seen a couple of fights yeah. there. I've been so to what Florida. games do you think uh, Demetrius is playing? No right idea. Now? Who else was on that card in Buffalo? We didn't really talk about that because we had Rose in. What's that? I'm going to call uh, Mighty Mouse now. Who else was on that? Who's the, who's the Russian guy? Uh, in the very beginning, he fought very, very it, it's well. Such, I was backstage with Chris, and I, so I didn't get to see a oh, lot yeah. of. And we had to go over at a later time. We went over to the stadium at uh, to the arena around like uh, nine fifteen. So I missed a bunch, man. Like you know, I saw like the main card. That's it. And I was backstage, so. But uh, you know, I mean, oh, I'll tell you that the girl fight was great. That was a good fight. Uh, is is it uh, Cynthia? Well, sorry, buddy. Uh, 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 Magomed uh, uh, Bibolatov? Yeah, Bibolatov. Bibolatov, yeah, against uh, uh, Janelle Lauza. Ooh. Yeah, that was a really good fight, but that guy is, is awesome. Um, and Caitlin uh, Chukagian did beat Irina Aldana in a split decision. Yeah, yeah, which fight. that was a very tough fight for both of them. They've been no, neither one of them backed down. What are we talking fight. about? Which uh, fight? The fight, Desmond Green. I think that was his UFC debut. Am I correct? Against Southpaw, uh, against uh, Josh Emmett. Am I incorrect? Uh, he, I, I don't remember. I know that he maybe was out for a little bit and came back. Desmond Green, but Dominic Green yeah. uh, Cruz was talking a lot about Josh Green. Those Alpha guys, how they run forward and throw that punch. I never noticed that they do that, but you can see a little bit of Dillashaw in Josh Elliott when you're watching. Yeah, uh, you know, a couple of steps forward and then throwing that punch. That's got to be a difficult thing to combat. Um, I did not see the one fight because I watched them all on, on when I was dumb because I was working that night. I did not see uh, Gregor uh, Gillespie against Andrew Holbrook. Oh, he did really. First. That's a Long Island kid. I know. He I'm annoyed that I missed that. He did good. He won in the first round really quick. Um, he Laid did. him out. Yeah, yeah. It's good, man. I'm a Strong Island guy. Um, are we still trying to call him here? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Hell on Wheels. If you like westerns, give that a shot. You know, I'm not a big westerns guy. By the way, uh, Charles Oliveira, Will Brooks. How amazing. Oh, wow. Was that? Was that, that was... Hey, uh, sorry. Demetrius, what's up, pal? Hey, Chad. What games Hi, are you playing? Welcome Xbox, aboard. Xbox or PlayStation? Okay. Um, that, that Will what? Brooks choking Oliveira was spectacular. No, you fucked that I, up. Uh, Charles you uh, totally Oliveira fucked that up. Choking on Will Brooks' back. you. Was that amazing. was beautiful. That, that was, was a thing of beauty. Amazing. Man, I love that. Even though the, the, I the fact you that would. he got him down with an inside leg trip real early, boom. A good jujitsu guy, really, they take advantages of the smallest little openings, man. Like I, I'm like, yo, he's going to get his back. And I seen a man, and he's got those arms that are just made to strangle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once I saw it, I'm like, it's on his jaw, but it's going to be going to his neck. It didn't look like it he was, had it at first, yeah. It's like Damian Maya style, where it starts a little bit on the jaw, but they, they put the pressure on where so it's just... So much. You have to relieve the pressure. You'll, the guys will put it on his, their own neck because they don't want their jaws to break. Is that what it is? Your jaw's going to oh, break? Oh, it feels like it's going to get split in two. Guys sometimes tap before it's even on their on their on their karate because of the way it's it's pushing yeah, the jaw man. in, and yeah. you can't break the jaw like that. Shit, yes. Wow. Oh, what? Yeah, that's a hard way to get your jaw broken. No, yeah, it's not fun. No, have you ever had a broken jaw? Yes, yeah, sir. You did, right? Yeah, you hear that shit. Well, I got that from the tough man contest. <laughs> I got fucked up in a tough man contest. <laughs> you couldn't eat for how long? Six weeks? Uh, it didn't get broken. But it was uh, just out like of whack. Where I, when I would go to put my teeth down, they were like crooked. They were like not in, in line. When your jaw is broken, they always have to wire your mouth shut or the uh, ways for them not to do it? I think they usually do, but I heard that sometimes they don't. I, pff, they, what the fuck do I know? Uh, Cavillo looked incredible against Pearl Gonzalez. Wow. And I'll tell you, Pearl Gonzalez didn't look bad either. No, she didn't at all. You know, she, she, she even went for a nice arm lock at one point. But uh, <laughs> the, the other one's a scrappy. She's chick, so good man. on the floor. Yeah, she's tough. She's tough. And she was saying that she had some like crazy amount of fights in one year. I forgot how many fights she had. Was it five? Am so, I correct? I, I, I remember them saying five. Yeah, I think she wants to go for her six, she said. She's before the pretty busy, six. man. Like within a year. 12-month yeah. period. Right. Yeah. She's a tough, tough, tough girl, man. That was a fun fight, though, man. Huh? Yeah. And that other girl will be back, too. You know? She's tough. Uh, Gonzalez? Pearl. Yes, yeah. she she's is. She's tough. I thought it was a good card overall. Um, um, Karate hottie. It's fun, <laughs> it's fun to say. It's fun to say it. Well, that will happen. Uh, that's happening this Saturday. I know. Karate, karate hottie. I mean, that, and versus uh, Ro, Thug Rose. That, you don't just, want to say her name, huh? What? Nama Yunus. Ooh, Nama not going to work here anymore anyway. Sorry. <laughs> what is it? She was so much fun to have in. You are so smitten with her. I'm not smitten with you her. Are. I just like you her as a stop blushing. She's not even here. I like her as a person. Right. It's I'm okay. not dealing with that maniac fucking no, heavyweight. Pat Barry? I'm a big no. Pat Barry fan. He knows that you're just a fan that's smitten with his fiance. Exactly. But I'm a hope threat. Look at me. I'm a physical specimen. I know you're just hoping something happens to him. And no, I'm not. And I wouldn't even trust it. Right. Literally, if if he unless unless he came out and said, not only do I not want to see her anymore, but someone else better date her. Under no other circumstances yeah. would I put myself in that. For what? So you could just like, like you could love her from afar. All you going to do is slap me. Do you understand how embarrassed I'd be on a date with Rose and Pat showed up and just slapped me <laughs> in front of my new girl? She'd leave with him. She'd go, I can't do with this guy. He's the worst. I no, know, I like man. Rose. I think maybe, she's sweet. Maybe it'd be like the Hulk, man. You'd just get fucking nuts if he smacked you. No, I wouldn't. My pants would rip and I'd collapse to the floor like a girl, <laughs> a beaten girl. He, uh, you know, she's a... Uh, 
Ever since our first interview with her, where she was so open and so honest, that's my favorite part of Rose is that she's there's no bullshit in her. When you talk to her, she's very she'll just you ask her and she tells you. I like when you she's getting ready for a fight. You're like, don't you hate? Don't you like? Uh, the, you know, people look at me funny when I get shampoo for my. She's like, don't you like? Don't you use shampoo on your head? She's like, eh, no. Put some soap on it. Yeah, yeah. She don't give a shit. She's looking for taking limbs. Jimmy. No, I know she is. Talking to her about shampoo. Huh? I know. Yeah. You're lucky she didn't smack you. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Imagine you like, don't, would you, hurt. don't you like that? But people, they look at you funny when you get shampoo and she smacks you. Yeah, but I it do says, have I'm getting that. ready for a fight. Rose and I were bonding over our hair. Oh, lack of. Lack it's good, though. Own. Hey, listen, who am I? I buzz this thing. I buzz this bad boy every day. She also understands head shape. She was like saying that her head shape, and I was saying my head shape. We both understood each other. We both speak the language of head shape and concern for it. Head shape? Yes, the head shape. I have a little dent in my head. And she was talking about the shape of her head. Maybe it was on my radio show with Sam Roberts she talked about. But she was talking about the the shape of her head being with with, uh, her haircut. And she's like, I'm lucky it works. Look at the size of my noggin. You have a big head. It's a good head. I have to hit Matt with a fucking piano. That's why I stay. Out. That's why I stay big. Because when I lose, when I lose weight, it looks like I got, I got a my big. My head doesn't match my body. It'll be very hard so to I knock keep my head big. Yeah, I can take a bath to this thing. Well, I wouldn't want fuck. to. Hey, man, is this guy calling? Person. Where is the champ? I think he got a little bit behind on his media, so I'm just checking in on him. You but check we'll in on him because you we know, are. Hey, listen, we got stuff to talk about. Just take a pee pee break. Let's take a pee break. Okay. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra. All right, we're back. Uh, we're going to get in touch with uh, Demetrius Johnson, who is in his yes. hotel room. Yes. Chris is calling him right now. Yes. And then we are going to see how he is feeling about this fight uh, coming up against Wilson Ace. It's very exciting. It's very On Fox exciting. This Saturday. And I shall be there again. I am trying. Good thing my family's away for a little bit because I've been traveling, man. Yeah. I've been traveling, man. Yes, you have, Jimmy. What's up? Buddy? I've been traveling. I know you have. <laughs> yes. uh, do I get another invite to your show? Even though I couldn't do it the other day, I want to say goodbye to my my. Yeah, kids. we'd love you to love you to yeah, come on man. with myself and Sam. You're always welcome to come on. And then I'm going to stalk your friend. I mean, come on, the Chip Chipperson podcast. Bobby always asked me. Yes. Chip podcast to be fun. What do I do? You just hang out. Where? Where do you do that? We do it uh, in the city in Bobby's studio. Do you? Well, maybe I'll do Bobby's show. You could do that. You know, more fun on chips. You know, I, you know what's good about me? I like to have fun. Me too. I like to have a good time. Matt's a fun guy. <laughs> yes. All right, cool. We have him on the phone. Uh, uh, Demetrius Johnson. Hello, sir. You're late. You're 15 minutes late. No, <laughs> we were on time. They said that you were uh, running behind. <laughs> What? No, 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 no. That was what they told us. We tried you before. Yeah. We're going to start this interview with you reprimanding us. How you feeling? How you feeling, buddy? I'm, not, I'm, I'm feeling good. It's all good, man. Just, uh, you know, it is fight week, you know, just uh, getting the weight off and staying sharp and uh, just doing the best I can. Now, I know you're such a gamer. Do you bring your, your game console with you, uh, Xbox and whatnot? Do you bring that with you when you're uh, fight week? Yeah, I have my PC right here. I was playing a little bit st- something uh, this morning. Did you mess around with that new Nintendo Switch or no? You ever play with that? I got that here too. How is that thing? Is that fun? I, I like it, man. I mean, they only have a couple games out for it. So other than that, it's 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 pretty unique thing. You know, you could play high quality games on the handheld and the, on the plane. So I like that. That's one thing I like about it. Wait, which one is the Switch? Because I played one of those. I played Zelda. <laughs> Yeah, what? Zelda, The Breath of the Wild is one that's on the Switch. Oh, that is on the Switch, yeah. We played that on the radio show, and I stunk at it. 
I have zero. I, I couldn't do anything. I was just running around that dumb castle, jumping up and down, and I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't find the steps. Monsters were chasing me. I really, I was not good. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. It's it's, it's a talent. And, and what? And, and you're very talented. From what I hear, you're very talented uh, at, at video games. Let, let me ask you your your preference with the consoles out of uh, consoles. Uh, Console. I, that's what I said. So no? give me some counsel on the consoles. consoles. Yeah, it's, it's attorneys. <laughs> it's just my yeah, right. <laughs> I, I mean, they're 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 all good depending on what, what you want to play. You know, the Nintendo is more for family base, and you have the Xbox and PS4. They, they almost do identically the same. Or you go to the PC route where you can just, just have a PC and play uh, uh, PC games. Are, now, my friend of mine used to love those. Isn't it harder to operate when you're hitting the keys on a PC? No, no, no. You can actually plug in an uh, Xbox One or a PS4 controller to the PC through, uh, via USB now. So there's some games you want to play, uh, you know, keyboard and mouse, and there's some games you want to play uh, controller. Now, you're, you're a much younger guy than me. Do you remember, like, would you go to the arcades when you were a kid or, or, or when you were younger? Was it already having games that you played at home? No, no, no. I went to the arcade to play a lot of games that you couldn't play at home. What did you play? I, I remember being in the arcade. For me, it was um, Asteroids. Do you remember Asteroids in the arcade? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they actually had those in arcades, believe it or not. I know. I was, I was in when I was 10 years old or 13. I was in the newspaper. I, I played for uh, 10 hours on one quarter. Are you joking? 1981, the year that the San Francisco 49ers played uh, the Bengals in the Super Bowl. I played for 10 hours on a corner. I got my local paper. Are you serious? Yeah, and I was wearing a hat. I looked like Adrian from Rocky. I had glasses. <laughs> it was really creepy. That's pretty impressive. 10 hours on one quarter, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was like it's one of the highlights of my life. It was my first piece of press. What was your arcade game when you'd go? Oh, man, there were so many of those. Primal Rage, Killer Instinct, uh, Turtles in Time. I mean, I, I would go all the time. Extra for Street Fighter, Guilty Gear. I played a lot of games at the arcade when I was out. Were you, no, were you competitive with it? Because there's a great thing, a movie called the, a documentary called The King of Kong. Where they and they, these like video gamers, man, these guys are taking for it. It is like a you know world championship. They don't they don't fuck around. Did you uh, were you like that or uh, did you see these documentaries? Oh yeah, I've seen these documentaries before. And I was a little bit like that, not like the, to those guys. Because I played it for the more of the enjoyment and it passed time while I'm always at the mall shopping. Um, so, but yeah, I, I've entered just some uh, arcade tournaments and uh, never won any of them. But it's always fun to try. Now you're coming off a unanimous uh, decision win over Tim Elliott. Uh, was he a little tougher than you expected in that first round? No, not at all. I know Tim was a tough, and he has a lot of heart. I mean, I've seen him fight a lot of guys in the UFC, you know, from Dotson and Joseph, and I think all those guys had the same trouble. Uh, and, no, he, he's a tough guy. He's, he's big for the weight classes. Big for the weight class, too. Okay. Um, and and what, do you, what do you feel about uh, your fight with Wilson Hayes this, uh, this Saturday? I feel it's going to be a great fight. You know, Wilson, he's a tough guy. He comes from a great camp. Great YouTube background, great wrestler, and um, you know, looking to get in there and uh, mix it up. Now, what do you think about a fight? Let's just say I know you never want to look beyond the fight you're fighting, especially when it's in you know four days. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, that you you do win the fight. What do you see as a next step? It, it's almost hard to fight. You're cleaning out the division. Like there's there's not many people left to fight you. Are you going to have to start uh, either having people come down or you go up to to fight outside the division? You know, I'm not, I, I don't know yet, you know. Um, we got a big task ahead this Friday, Friday uh, Saturday, and, uh, you know, we'll see. I'll, I'll sit down with my coaches to see what happens next. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit down at 125, and we'll see what the UC is. There's, there's a lot of new top pros, prospects coming up, and uh, my job is to be ready uh, to fight them and beat them. Now, Cody Garbin has suggested 
that he would move down a flyweight to fight you, um, you know, if in fact you are going for your 11th uh, straight defense, if again this one works out as you plan it to work out. Uh, what do you think of him as a potential opponent from what you've seen? I mean, he's a very, very good fighter. Very good fighter, man. You know, he just won the belt at, you know, 135. He got a tough task ahead of him against uh, T.J. Doshaw, which that's no joke at all. Sure. Um, and he, he he's a great fighter, you know. Uh, it's going to all come down. Like, you know, I'm sure he can make the weight, but can he perform at the weight, you know. And extra 10 pounds, you know. Extra 10 pounds is a lot of weight. And, you know, you don't get IV band. You know I mean, you don't get the IV hydrate. So if he, if he was to make the weight, then I, I guess we will be getting him up and we'll see what happens if we ever step the octagon together. Now, if you do win this fight, you're going to tie Anderson's consecutive uh, title defense record at 10. What is it like, you know, when you're fighting for the belt, when you're going for the belt, there's this drive to get to it. I'm sure that there's this incredible goal. Now you've reached the goal and you're in your ninth, uh, your 10th defense. How do you motivate yourself to continue with the same hunger? I mean, and I know you're the champion, you want to keep the belt, but uh, how do you motivate yourself to, to fight the way you've been fighting? Well, this is this is how I get paid. This is what I've always, uh, you know, when it's my job, I do my job at the best of my ability and, and stay focused on the task at hand. So for me, you know, I got great coaches behind me, Matt Hing and Brad Kurtz, and they're always uh, changing it up for me, making it fun, making me always learn, and I'm able to ask questions. And, and so when I go out there and execute my game plan, uh, it's just nice to see that the stuff we've been working on in the gym is always working. Well, because I think um, it was Dominic Cruz said something to that effect after he lost to Cody Garbrandt about now I have to I get to refocus or have a goal. I forget what it was, but he was alluding to the fact now there's something else to fight for to achieve. Um, and I was just wondering if that uh, became more difficult. Where do you start looking ahead? Like you must be aware of the fact that you're going to tie Anderson's record if you win this. So does that become something that motivates you? Like, okay, there's the mountain I'm going to go for. I'm going to try to get to that. Uh, you know, do you, do you constantly need some kind of a mountain in front of you that you have to climb? No, I've always been a self motivator, whether there's a mountain in front of me or not. You know, I'll find something to, you know, I got a family, uh, and, and that that's a huge motivation for myself. I'm 30 years old. I'm going to have a successful career. You you hear all these guys who fighting UFC and have careers, and when they're done with it, they have nothing to look back on. They end up being broke. So for me, you know, m my motivation is to make sure when I'm done, I have a successful UFC career. Um, I got, you know, money in the bank. I got to worry about anything and I can start doing other things that I'm passionate about. You know, my mother was very good with money and she always taught me not to screw around. So I was pretty smart when I started making money. So have you learned from the mistakes of other fighters or other, other per performers that they just blow it and then when they're 35, they have nothing? Oh, yeah, all the time. Basketball players, football players, I mean, musicians, actors. I mean, I, I think there's somebody in every uh, every. Um, outlet that's that's done that sure. and, and and I think it's good to read about them and educate yourself like you know how they went broke and you know they they weren't managing their money they had somebody else managing their money and it's always good to read about those well I have an accountant he does my taxes he does, but I have power of attorney I don't get power of attorney to anybody I gotta sign all checks and that's where these guys get in trouble is they let someone else sign their checks and these guys make shitty investments and they have control of their money and then they they, they go and ask for some money and they're like well now you have two hundred dollars in the bank they're like what the fuck happened yeah, it happens. It happens, man. So what do you look at beyond fighting? Like, there's got to be other things you enjoy. Of course, your focus is fighting now. You're uh, arguably the best pound-for-pound -pound fighter in the world. I think you're underrated. I think just because you beat somebody, you're, you're like an institution. You're like U.S. Steel. You're just, you're just the guy who wins. You're the champ. People take for granted that you're the champ. What do you look at beyond fighting that, that interests you, besides games or, or a way you could, could do something after fighting? Uh, you know, um, obviously it's going to be more in the gaming world, but uh, if, you know, let's say the game is work, uh, help work out. Um, I, can, I believe I can go into like health and nutrition, even though I have a nutritional uh, background or college degree. 
Um, but it's just helping people realize that, you know, you can be fit while enjoy eating, um, looking at the, the easier way to do it. Um, I, I have a huge passion for that where you can, you know, the, the type of things you put in your body and the way it makes your body change and how you feel. It's something I've always enjoyed doing as well. And it's, it's amazing how many guys, too, have gotten in trouble recently, whether it was with, with little USADA pops and this stuff. And, you know, how, how do you avoid any of that happening from accidentally taking something? like, uh, Or other guys say that they take something that they didn't know was tainted. How, uh, how paranoid do you get about that or about accidentally testing positive or something? You know, I, it, there's always, uh, you know, as an athlete, you're always going to feel, uh, you know, when you get the drug test, you're always going to be sweating bullets just because, you just never know, man. I mean, you can pop for eating, you know, meat from uh, other countries. Uh, not that I have, but, you know, a guy popped and he had some of them meat in China. So, I mean, with the, that fact, you know, I try to eliminate everything. I eliminate all, like, the protein. I don't take any weight protein or anything like that. And that kind of helps me eliminate all that stuff or me potentially popping. I don't take dick pills. I'm a married man. I have two children. My penis works just fine. I'm 30 <laughs> years old. Um, so other than that, man, I mean, these guys are asking for it. When you're putting this, the, those type of, sub, of substance in your body, you're just, you're just, you know, you're asking for it. Even if your dick works, brother, I'll say this to all the guys out there. Mine works okay. But sometimes you just want a little extra oomph. Well, supersize it. Some, yeah, sometimes I just want a reminder she didn't make a mistake by showing up. You know. There you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Um, now, how about uh, Brad Pickett uh, retired a- after a great career? He's one of your only two losses, uh, him and, and Dominic Cruz. And uh, what were your thoughts on him overall as, as a fighter and as a guy in the sport? He's pretty well liked. Yeah, uh, Brad Pickett's awesome, man. He was, you know, my, like you said, my first loss. Uh, learned a lot from him. Learned a lot from watching his career, and it's just crazy. You know, here's another guy who's had a successful career. And, you know, I hope uh, he was smart with his money. I hope he, you know, bought a house, invested it, and all that stuff. That way, you know, in five or six years, I don't want him, you know, saying, oh, I didn't make that much money in UFC, blah, 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 which I doubt. He, that's a nice character. But um, great athlete, and I, I love his career. Do you enjoy the act? Of, like, you know, I'm going to ask you this because Rumble just shocked everybody when he said that that was his last fight and he just didn't like getting punched in the face anymore and he couldn't do it. And, and do you enjoy the act of preparing for a fight, sparring, getting ready? Because for him, it seemed to be a torture. He just did not enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I, I truly do enjoy it, you know, but I also take time away from the sport. You know, I'm not very media intensive. Uh, only when it's coming up to my fight. But when I'm out of, you know, my fight week and not getting ready for fights, you know, I enjoy my family. I enjoy video game. I enjoy, um, you know, venturing down other uh, avenues in my life. So when it comes time and I am fighting, I get 110% focused. And when I have guys in the gym that are amateur guys who are getting ready for the fights, I try to be there as much as I can when I'm throughout my traveling. But that, I have other things going on in my life, so it gives me that, that kind of mental break from fighting. Did you grow up in a, a big or a small family? Like, do you have brothers and sisters? Uh, I had a, a brother and a sister, so I would say it was decent size, I guess. Now, was there was are either of them fighters, or, or was there any other fighters in your family? I'm wondering what took you in a direction very different from them, if it is, in fact, different from them. It is different from them, you know. Uh, my sister went to college. My brother, he dropped out of high school. Then my older brother, he is a correctional officer. Uh, for me, I've done, every, I've done a lot of sports when I was in high school and middle school. And even elementary, I was running track the whole entire time instead of chasing tail in the uh, recess. But, um, you know, I, I just enjoyed, you know, competing. And I was working in the warehouse, and I just kept on doing amateur fights because it reminded me of wrestling when I was in high school. So with that being said, it worked out 
good for me and I got hooked up with AMC Paint Creation and I started taking normal classes there like any student there and I just fell in love with the sport. The sport of learning about martial arts, not, you know, UFC or sure. WC. I didn't even know. I knew about UFC, but the the smallest weight class was 155, 170. I didn't weigh nowhere clear to, clear to that, close to that. So it was uh, def- definitely different. No fighters in my family. I'm a big fight. So when you talk about uh, wrestling in high school, you mean high school wrestling, not WWE or WWF at that time? Yeah, high school wrestling, yeah. Not the collegiate style, not WWE. I'd be surprised how many fighters uh, do enjoy WWE. I mean, it's still really popular, even though the fact that, they, yeah, there's a predetermined outcome, it, it doesn't seem to have hurt it at all. It seems like it's as big as it ever was, which I don't quite get. <laughs> yeah, so, so people use it as the men's soap opera. That's what a lot of women call it. Exactly. The men's too. It is right. It's like a soap <laughs> opera. Right. It's, it's well acted, and I think that's why the uh, you know people. That's why they're all so good on the mic. Those guys because they have to create controversy. Like you guys have real controversy. Like you and Wilson are going to punch each other in the face for real. <laughs> There's no controversy that needs to be created there. You know, but if one of you you know came in in a fucking Superman hat or whatever, like all right, we got to create something around him. Uh, Did you say you know, a Superman hat? I couldn't think of a superhero costume, so I said <laughs> Superman hat. I don't think Superman wears a hat. He doesn't. Shame on you. I'm sorry, but if he did, that'd be controversial. Should have said a Superman's cape or something. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Superman hat, you're right. right. I just thought of it. I only get insulted when you bring up superheroes and you get it wrong. I get it wrong all the time. Are you a superhero guy? I am. Which one do you like? Who do you like the most? You know, I like Batman the most. Black Panther, he's also cool. I mean, there's so many of Iron Man's legit. Spider Man, uh, Venom, they're all legit. Why Batman? I'm interested. Oh, Batman, because he, he, he wasn't a guy, you know, it was Bruce Wayne, nobody knew who he was, and he was very uh, well-mannered, and then when it was time for him to put on the back cape, he would go put it on, and nobody knew who he was, and he kept a very low profile. How'd you like the, uh, how do you like the movies, the, the, the movies that are out with the superhero movies? They're, they're awesome. I mean, I think the last Wolverine movie was awesome. It was rated R. Deadpool was rated R. Yeah. And I think I read somewhere that they're going to start going in that direction for rated R movies uh, for superheroes because, you know, you can't really capture the essence of a character unless you can give it 110%. Like a guy who, for me, growing up, watching, watching the comic books of Spider-Man or reading them, uh, you know, when they finally had Spider-Man 3 and they had Venom on there, that was not Venom one bit, you know. Yeah. He didn't say, we are Venom and all that stuff. So yeah. it was very hard for me. But now they're going in the direction of rated armor, which should be fun. Um, Wolverine, I thought, was great. I'm not even a – I mean, Logan, I'm not yeah. even a gigantic comic book uh, movie guy. But I thought Logan yeah. was incredible. Uh, so it's just rated R movies don't make what PG-13 movies make. That's why they did it. But now that Deadpool, I think, now broke that, that and Logan made a lot, sure. now they'll start doing it, which is, is, is really great. Agreed. Uh, but I thought The Dark Knight was a great film. Oh, yeah. um, Obviously with, you know, Heath Ledger's The Joker. He made him oh, a sociopath. So good. So good. Dark Knight? You a Dark Knight fan? Or you a Batman yeah. fan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Knight was a good one. You know, it was really dark. It really captured the essence of The Joker by how I was like, I'm going to blow this hospital up. I'm going to do this and that. And he would actually do it. Um, and that was PG-13. That wasn't rated R. So, I mean, you can get away with it with, you know, PG-13 movies. But, like, it's like, okay, we're going to make the new Predator that's coming out. They're rebooting Predator. It's going to be G-rated. Are you fucking kidding me? That's not going to work out. But this new Predator is going to be rated R, Alien Covenant, which is, the, you know, the next uh, franchise to be put on with the alien. It's basically the Alien sequel. It's rated R. So they're keeping it in that horror-gore uh film where the, the reason why they do all these superhero movies in PG-13 is because they don't want to miss out on uh, the market for sure. the kids. 
Yeah, and they watch movies over and over again. That's where they make a lot of their money from is repeat business because they'll go yeah. watch a movie twice. Now, are you? A pro- I'm a 3D guy. I, Logan, I was very annoyed I could not see in 3D. Matt knows that. I'm a big a three-dimension guy, a big Sony IMAX guy. Do you not give a shit or do you prefer it? I prefer IMAX, but I don't really care for 3D. Now, a lot of people don't like 3D. I don't know why. Does it make you nauseous or you just don't like it? I don't, just don't like it. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care about seeing bullets being shot towards me. I just, <laughs> something about 3D. I mean, unless it's like, you know, Avatar was cool in 3D. Yep. I mean, there's some movies that are like, if a movie's built for just 3D, then it'd be cool. But if a movie has to be, you know, they made the movie in like no 3D, then they're like, okay, we're going to add 3D effects to certain parts of the movie. And yeah, with them glasses, then I'm not a fan of it. Well, but they the tried it get- with Titanic. They did exactly what you just said. They added a couple things to Titanic to make it 3D, and it was a girl I was trying to fuck, so I went with her. And A, I hated it, and B, we didn't have sex, so it was a fucking total bust of an evening. There you go. <laughs> All right, well, good luck, buddy. Um, always a fun time chatting with you. Uh, of course, the main event here this Saturday from Kansas City. Um, you know, uh, Demetrius is fighting Wilson Hayes. Um, you know, the number three uh, ranked flyweight in the world. And it's a great card overall, too. It is uh, on uh, Fox, uh, 8 o'clock this week. So uh, UFC fight night. Good luck. Good luck, champ. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it, guys. All right, talk to you again. Take care, man. All right. He doesn't like when you get naughty. I don't care. Because he goes, no, I like because you say something, then he'll be like, up, there you go. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a proper guy. He married a guy with kids, a very polite guy. I am, and look at me, I'm a fuckwad. But you're not, a, you know, you're not, uh, yeah, he's a politer guy. That's, he's a more conservative guy with that <laughs> he's stuff. He's a little um, conservative, that's the word. Yeah. You say I, I knew the second you were saying oh, the girl I took I was trying to fuck her and I, oh, yeah, I knew the second I, I'm like he's I know what he's gonna say and the second you were done he goes up oh, there you go I'm like yes. <laughs> yeah I mean I love just like when we try to talk about the cock pill listen it's not listen I feel like well, saying, I was actually just talking in general about getting popped and I he, feel he said like his penis works fine I feel I like telling did. him I feel like telling him champ it's not you it's us we're the ones who met <laughs> it's, it's really not him it's us he knows that we got some fucking problems me and you. Give well, extra, you have an extra cocktail on you? No, no I don't, I don't carry all, them. I don't eat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna surprise my wife when she comes home. Absolutely. I'm gonna take, a, I'm gonna chop them up and snort them. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only. I took it too far. I don't know what I'm doing, but you know what I am doing. What? I'm just having a good time. But um, I, I, listen, we're gonna get out of here right now. And if you haven't seen it yet, Jimmy, tonight when you had nothing to do. When you're done with your porn and you're cleaning yourself up, put in Dana White looking for a fight and check out the Sturgis Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. This one, Matt the was Sturgis talking about episode. for a while. The Sturgis episode. So support that. It's so uh, much fun. And yeah. I like these people that are giving us um, compliments and we're going to be reading more of those. Leave, leave, you guys don't always have to mention Chris the producer. I'm only kidding. You mention Chris and then you'll definitely be make it on air. That's, That's true. Right? So far, everyone he's read is like, oh, and this one I just happened to read. Oh, this one happened to mention me. Yeah, all of a sudden. The, the, yeah, Chris... Uh, Chris, it's all good, man. People know what they're doing. It's smart. They, yeah. they do that just they to get know to how us. to get on. Of course. Bad. All right. Listen, guys. <laughs> What's uh, up, Jim? Check out the Chip Podcast, Chip oh. Chipperson Podcast, and hope you like it. It's idiocy, and uh, can I, can it's I not on, me. It's a different person. Can I get on there? You may. And when I get on there, are you going to be in character the whole time? It's going to be weird. It's a no character break. There'll be no bro. It's, I'm no, not going to go, all right, Jimmy, and you're going to go, I'm not Jimmy, I'm Chip. I, can't, I don't know how to do I chip. I don't know how to do chip. Yes, you do. Oh, <laughs> the face of yours. Are you going to have the Are you going to have that on the whole time when I talk to you? Yeah, well, you. Why are you looking so pissed off? garbage. No. That's right. chip. We're going to have fun. Unpleasant. Me and chip are going to have fun. <laughs> if Matt Sarah chokes out chip. I don't know if chip's going <laughs> to. I don't think chip's going to like me. It's like the alter ego of you. Chip like, will like, like you. 
But you're right. There's no character break. Oh, man. So, Jimmy, I'm going away again this weekend. I'm going to miss you. When do you, you leave? Know. What's nice about doing this on these Buffalo, days, Kansas City. You're tomorrow. living the life. I know. I'm stuck here in New York, the greatest city in the world. I'm going to be. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Hopefully, I don't lose my luggage again. But, uh, you know, Aljo Sterling. That's right. Good fighting, luck, Aljo. And he's going to be on Fight Pass. So, watch Aljo and, uh, you know. Augusto Mendez. Yes. And uh, very tough guy he's fighting. But, you know, Aljo's a very tough guy. And, he lost his decision and last we're, time, We're right? yet to see the best of Aljo Sterling, the funk master. Okay. And I have a feeling, I have just a feeling, it's going to get mighty funky All right. this weekend. On that note. Thank you. Goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye, buddy. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.